Hey, say Wiz. Welcome to Wizard on Wizen, Sound Only Edition, episode 19. I can't believe we did 19 of these. That's almost 20. So, it's a pretty special show today. It's the last show before we've done 20 shows. And Uncle Mort's stopping by. We get to talk to the man behind the magazine. The living skeleton himself. Old Boombag. He's going to be here. Who knows what we'll talk about, but it's bound to be interesting. We have another community corner, in case you're looking for things to do or buy. And T-Ball Pone's back. He's telling another story. This time I think it's about ghosts, because Halloween's coming up. So, we gotta do something. And of course, you go. Installment number four of his emails. So, let's have a word from our pasta. Let's have a word from our sponsor. Not a heard from our pasta. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know who our sponsor is. I mean, they're ghost mates. But they sound a little sketchy to me. Anyway, you decide yourself. Roger, Zero J, and I feel fine. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Look, buddy. I'm talking to you. You like to get laid? By dead people, not their bodies, you freak. Talking sweet ghost sex. Do you like boning ghosts? Do you find it hard? I got just a thing for you. It's called Ghostmates. You just order up a ghost whore on your phone, and he or she floats over to your house, takes care of it. Ghostmates. Hey, uh, we got some sad news. Uncle Mort, he was coming over for the interview, and he uh, he got in a car accident. He's he's gonna be okay, cause he's kind of, you know, just a skeleton. They're just gonna click him back together. So we'll be here next month for the big twentieth episode. That'll even be a little better. Still having fun telling stories, so I'm gonna keep doing it. I think it was mentioned earlier. It's uh, this is a ghost story. It's Zen ghost story, so it's not very scary. It's more um, illuminating. So it starts out about this guy. His um, wife passes away, and as she's passing away, she makes him promise never to be with anyone else again because she's selfish. He of course agrees because. What's the point of disagreeing? You just let her die and do what you want anyway. There's not much she can do about it. For a while, he keeps his promise. He's not really interested in other women or pursuing a relationship with anything. He's just content to be by himself. And then one day it happens. He falls in love. And they want to get married. So he goes and he buys an engagement ring. And later that night, he's haunted by the ghost of his dead wife she tells him she knows all about the affair she's ha- he's having she knows all about the promises he broke and this continues every night for a week or so he's just tormented by this apparition 
Then he decides that he's had enough, and he goes to the local Zen master. He explains the situation to the teacher, who responds by saying, That's a very clever ghost. She seems to know everything. She knows when you bought the engagement ring, what you did that day. She's got it all covered. Here's what you should do, though. When she comes to you tonight, grab a handful of beans and tell her, If you're so smart, tell me how many beans I'm holding. And if she can't answer you, she doesn't know anything more than you know. And therefore, it's just an extension of your subconscious mind, a trick. And if she does know, you gotta count the beans to make sure she's right. And then you got yourself a ghost. Come on back here and we'll, we'll take care of it from there. So the guy does what he says. Next time his wife comes, he challenges her with the beans. And she's unable to answer. She gets frustrated and throws a hissy fit and vanishes. And the guy goes about his life. Welcome to Community Corner, where we tell you what's going on in the corner of your community. We have some announcements. The Universal Unitarian Church, located at the corner of 10th and Main, is proud to announce its all-ages annual Rock and Roll Show. This year's lineup features the bands Night Vape, Recreational Surgery, Slaughterhouse Jive, and The Algebras. Shows start at 4 p.m. The cover charge is $5 for three squirrels' heads of dissimilar sizes. Unitarians are weird. The show ends at 5.30 p.m. Bring your willingness to rock and $5. Citizens Crime Blotter, compiled by Girl Scout Troop 436. It's one of my favorites. They do something to their weird hemp cookies that no other Girl Scouts have been able to do. On April 22, 2018, local law enforcement officers were called to the home of one HH of 321 Riverdale Lane in response to a noise complaint. When the police arrived, they found the residence empty, save for a Filipino boy tied to a St. Andrew's cross. He was unharmed but mildly drunk. The boy was released on his own cognizance. The homeowner's identity will remain unreleased until officials can confirm the identity of the said homeowner. Makes sense. Sally No Cummings of 435 South Street was arrested last Wednesday for not paying her child support. But I have no children. Why is this happening? She reportedly said while being led to the p patrol car. Her dog was shot and her house burnt down during the incident. There has been no official statement from the police. Jerry Jerkton was arrested on April 15th for running a red light and operating a motor vehicle under the influence of Ibogaine. He was released on bail. A preliminary trial is set for May 14th. Novenas and thanks. Thanks, St. Michael, for helping me recover from botulism. Praise your name and protect me in my moments of weakness. Thanks. Hey, hey, Wiz, let me, let me read the next one. Sure, T. I don't know why you want to read this, but go ahead. Do you want to read the rest of the community corner? No, I, I got to do Yuko's thing. I just want to say thanks to St. Expedite. Thanks, St. Expedite, for favors received. He knows what I'm talking about. I'm not about to broadcast my business all over the place. But thank you, St. Expedite. I'm going to read the next one, too. It's, no. Hey, hey, no. No, that's mine. I'm going to read that one. I want to do it. 
to Cthulhu, all reaching is your influence. Useless is our resistance. Remember me when they come when you come into your full glory. Lost and found. Lost. Lucky nickel. Last seen in my front left pocket. Notice missing last night at O'Snap's Irish pub. Found. A tooth. It's not mine. That's all I know. Lost. Carnivorous Luna Moth. Answers to Archie, but his real name is Reinhold. If seen, please contact Lara from the coffee shop. There is a reward. Do you have anything you'd like to let everybody know about? If so, contact the SEG Community Corner at SaturdayEveningGhost at gmail.com. Well, that's another community corner in the hole. Buckle in your seats, kids. Strap on those helmets, because your soul is about to be violated and improved. Welcome to RDHH Sonic Blast of Wisdom Superior Podcast. Hey, I'm back. Good news is, this is the next to the last episode of this. Pretty soon, there won't be any more Yugo. I'm told there's more Yugo. So we're doing the um, five emails that'll change your life thing. And this is the fourth one. Lesson four. Dear broken soul, you slain the two-headed dragon that dwells within you. While not a prerequisite, it would surely help you in, in your quest to evolve if you move into lesson four with an allegorical dragon dead or dying behind you. Not a real one. They no longer exist in our dimension but rather the symbolic dragon we discussed in Lesson 3. In the previous lessons, we focused on what was causing all of your problems you love complaining about. This lesson will be different. Lesson 4 is about what you can do about the less than optimal conditions in which you find yourself being yourself. There will be no subheadings of wisdom in this lesson. Instead, there will be subheadings of action in this lesson. Do not confuse subheadings of wisdom with subheadings of action, as that would cause those around you to regard you as a fool. If they already regard you as a fool, they will begin to regard you as an idiot. This is called escalation, and we don't have time to elaborate on this concept. It's about time we didn't have time to elaborate. Anyway, back to um. So just trust what I have to say. This is not an email course in vocabulary building, so let us get to the point. Here is what you are here for. Lesson four is subheading of action. Subheading of action number one. Practical points on paying attention. In an ideal world, you would not need to be told over and over again to pay attention. In a slightly less than ideal, but still pretty decent world, all things considering, I would be there to follow you around throughout your day and scream pay attention. Neither of these things is possible in the world you live in, so you will have to deal with that fact and learn to pay attention on your own, using only these tips that I am bestowing upon you. Every time you look at an insipid picture of a cat dressed as a samurai on your phone, say to yourself, pay attention. You might want to wear an electric doll collar under your regular collar and periodically shock yourself factor reason. If you can, give the trigger device to a trusted friend or coworker and have them electrocute you randomly 
when you feel the pain, you will know it is time to pay attention. Whenever someone asks you for the time, reply with, why I do believe it's time to pay attention. Chuckle lightly to yourself and proceed about your day. Spend the time and effort to develop a regular meditation practice. Begin keeping a journal and slowly cultivate awareness in spite of your efforts to do not so. That I'm going to have a talk with you, go. It is impossible that following any one of these tips to fruition will lead to a decrease in paying attention. I suggest you start at the top, but feel free to waste your time away any way you like. Subheading of Action 2. How to deal with feelings and thoughts. Neither your thoughts nor your feelings are you. They are part of you, and truth be told, they are not even big parts. They could never reach the top of an average refrigerator to grab a banana, let alone comprise a considerable part of your psyche. When you begin to have a thought or feeling, have it. Let it happen. It is a good idea not to judge it or act upon it with the intensity of a burning sun. After the thought or feeling is complete, take a few units of time to consider whether or not acting on this thought would be in your best interest or further your agenda. If it is, then proceed with acting upon it. For example, say you are at a cash register, trying to buy a magazine full of articles intended to make yourself feel bad enough about yourself to purchase the products advertised in the parts of the magazine that are not filled with articles. Then the cashier tells you how much the magazine costs. Then you think, I should pay the cashier. Then you take time to think about whether or not that will advance your agenda. When you decide that it won't, because that buying a magazine full of articles intended to make you feel bad about yourself is not the best course of action for someone who is already badly broken. You can say to the cashier, um, I'm sorry, I seem to have snapped out of the cloud of negative reinforcement that surrounded me, and I don't think I want this magazine anymore. I will, however, take this package of breath mints. Controlling your thoughts and feelings can be as simple as that if you let it, which you almost certainly will not. That is okay. Someday you will learn. You should not repress your thoughts and feelings. You do not have to express your thoughts and feelings. You simply have to have and acknowledge your thoughts and feelings. Subheading of action number three. Don't trust yourself. You do not know yourself. You have been living in an incorrect manner for so long and you are only just now learning all kinds of things about yourself. This course has been like an enema for your spirit, removing and loosening years worth of faulty internal processes and flawed thought mechanisms that it is folly to think that you have any idea about yourself. Allow yourself to be confused and try not to ruin more than you already have. Well, how do you feel now that you are full of the theoretical wisdom and practical knowledge. I bet you feel like taking a quiz. Not today. Allow your soul to marinate in this new powerful information. Tomorrow, we will quiz. Your friend, Hugo. I think I'm losing my voice. I think reading all this Hugo has made me not want to be able to speak anymore. I'm glad there's only the quiz left. Don't even bother to put background music on this bit. I can't save it.
Okay. We told you about this last month. SEG has a new podcast. It's done by T. Valpem. You know him from this podcast, but now he's doing his own. And it talks about um, how the internal dialogue affects our external world. Here's three episodes for you to check out. Don't worry. They're all short. It's called Dressed in the Dark. And you can go to dressedinthedark.com. I'm sorry. Dressedinthedarkpodcast.com. And check it out. It's also available on iTunes and wherever you got this podcast. So, hope you like it. So, right before I started this podcast, I had gone through a breakthrough and had to move. And instead of wanting to become a writer again... I decided to try my hand at podcasting. Before I found a platform or um, picked a subject or a topic or a style, I went shopping for microphones. And it was as exciting as shopping for writing bullshit that I never used was. I didn't get the microphone, but it's coming in a couple days. But I think I learned some stuff from the laptop incident. Before I got the microphone ordered, I had already done 10 little episodes and pretty well into the research for the first real episode, which is coming October 13th. Progress always comes in centimeters. beginning of this episode, I mistakenly said breakthrough instead of break up. I just wanted to clarify. Although, when I think about it, they might have been the same thing. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. raining. I love it when it rains. It gets quiet. On the inside of my head, it's easier to meditate. Again, I know I'm not alone, but I don't know why this happens. Starting this podcast made me think of when I decided to become a writer. I was 26, maybe, just recently broken up with a girlfriend. Decided I was going to be the next great short story writer. Uh, So, long story short, I didn't end up uh, writing any stories. But I did almost finish the story. Um, I signed up for a correspondence class with a published author. I bought three laptops. uh, My weight in how to write books. And a subscription to Writer's Digest. Um, It made me feel great. But I didn't write anything. I'm back. Sorry about that. 
forgot how to talk for a little bit. It's not raining anymore, but it's just lightning. It's even weirder. So it felt great to jack my credit cards up and buy a whole bunch of new stuff and trick myself into thinking I was learning something when I was just buying new things. The excitement I felt was definitely not sexual in nature. There was no arousal. But it had that same feeling of weird magnet energy hovering a couple of inches above your skin. Everything was tingly and more sensitive. But not in a weird way. Just in a, you're about to write the greatest short story in the world as soon as you get done reformatting your hard drive for the 15th time because you weren't happy with the text size settings kind of way. Next time, I almost fell for this trick again when I started this podcast. I'll tell you about it. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. into fetishes of where the word comes from and what it is and it's a little bit different than just the straight up sexual term that we're all familiar with so we're not even going to go into that sexually a fetish is getting aroused at something other than a naked person as far as I understand it it's a piece of clothing or a scenario or something that has an extra charge to it and from that we get a clue as to what non-sexual fetishes are I did some research, some real research, because I got a new microphone. I don't know if you can tell the difference, but I can. The word fetish comes from a, a few old words. Um, the French fetiche, which comes from a Portuguese fetiche, and then that goes to the Latin facticius. They kind of mean fake or artificial or to make. So it's to give something power. Um, anthropologists came up with the term when they were trying to figure out how to explain what was going on in Africa. Their medicine men and women and their whole religious viewpoint kind of uh, threw the white guys into a tizzy and they would call the tools of these indigenous peoples, religious workers, um, fetishes because they would be objects that they claimed would give them magic powers. Then it became kind of um, something to make fun of. Uh, There's a bunch of anthropologists and historians who just kind of write a whole bunch of just jerky things that have nothing to do with trying to understand the culture and just making making it so that the, the European culture seems better than the African one. At least that's what I took from this. Now, here's my favorite part. When I was looking this stuff up, I found that in 1927, Sigmund Freud wrote an essay called Fetishism. And there's a great quote in there. It's not great because it's insightful or useful. It's great because he's like, he's cocaine personified. And when I read this quote, I thought that's exactly what someone who does too much cocaine would say. He says, the fetish is a substitute for the penis for a particular and quite special penis that had been extremely important in early childhood, but had later been lost. 
I don't know what that means. And I don't know. It's completely presented lack of context. So we see the history of the fetish is an inanimate object that's imbued with special meaning or power and changes a person's behavior. At least that's what I took from all that. So in that sense, both the laptop and the new microphone I bought are fetish objects because they made me feel like I was able to do things I had previously felt I couldn't do. In the case of the laptop, I didn't end up learning how to write stories. I just took the energy, the excitement generated by the idea of writing stories um, that was fueled by the new computer stuff, and I just kept buying new stuff with it. But this time, I think I learned a little bit of a lesson. Um, this is the 11th episode of the podcast, and I did 10 of them before I even got the microphone, and about five of them before I ordered it. So that time, I channeled the excitement of getting something new into actually doing something. Slight improvement to be gained by paying attention to how you think. Sorry to disappoint you if you're looking for something sexier. Before we go, though, if you're still confused or think this idea is bullshit, think back to when you were a kid. Every little kid had a special toy. I don't mean Linus and his blanket, but that's a great example. But we all had something. Something that made us feel great. It's not that that goes away when you get older. You just, because of peer pressure, start to feel foolish. And you let it fall by the wayside. But maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it's just that our concept of magic is overcomplicated. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android. Wow, that was a pretty big one. Hope the whole thing fit inside your head. If not, you can always come back and listen to it again. We'll see you next month. As always, we're sponsored by SaturdayEveningGhost.com. This is the place to go if you like weird shit like this. I'm telling you. And we're also sponsored by You Go Homes Now, www.youareyourfault.com. Make sure you go there too. He's paying us to tell you. And we want to thank Ghostmates. I think we want to thank them. I'm not sure how I felt about running that. But hey, lights are still on. So see you next time.